Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, guys. It's time for the Wrestling Perspective Podcast. I'm Dennis Farrell, and I'm not sure if my podcast partner has gotten married over the weekend in Vegas still, but he's Petey Williams. How's she going, eh? Did you get married again? No, 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 no. That that's uh, no. <laughs> no drive-through. I didn't marriages. get married in Las Vegas. No, no drive-through weddings. Nothing like that. Uh, but you know, I tell you, Dennis, man, you've been to Vegas before? Yes, I I went for my first time. Here's a amazing story. I went for my first time last year. I'm 41 years old now. You can wish me happy birthday in a little bit. I'm 41 years old. I went for my first time last year. Uh, I got into a ton of trouble. I spent, and, and, and here's a, here, I spent in four days $1,700. Um, my wife was not, wow. happy. yeah, my, thank you. That was, you know, the, the, my wife was not happy at all with me. And I, you know, I barely gambled. It was mostly restaurants uh, that, that, in, in drinks. I didn't realize until the last day that there are two Vegases. There's New Vegas and Old Vegas. And yep. and if you if you get in an Uber, spend six bucks, go to Old Vegas, everything is half quarter the price. You could get those dollar ninety-nine steaks that you hear about and all that stuff. Had no clue. I'm eating, you know, two hundred dollar dinners every night. Well, Vegas, I mean I love it. I've been here, I don't know, like a half dozen times. Uh, never, I, I love this place. Like, I really do. Um, I've, I've still, still never wrestled in Las Vegas. Um, but, I mean, it's, I don't know, the air is really dry here. Like, I have a nonstop, like, bloody nose and sore throat. It's just, it's it's super dry here. So, uh, but, I mean, we're having a, I mean, we're having a good time. We just got finished our last set of tapings and, you know they've been really fun. I I, I love doing it. What let's let's start with you you let's start with getting in the Vegas. You're getting ready for your first show because we you and I have not talked at all. Usually when you go on a trip, we're either on the phone talking or texting like crazy. But this time you're kind of MIA. I didn't know if like you'd wake up in a bathtub full of ice and your kidneys missing. <laughs> no i mean we're we're just off the strip um you know we're not on fremont street in the old vegas or the new vegas but we're right off the strip um but you know it, it's just i mean i don't know where to start i mean i know i haven't really been off the grid you know what i think it is dennis mm. it's the time change it really is it's the time change right now for uh you what time is it for you right now it is twelve forty eight like, in the morning we're as we record this by the way it's Tuesday night, almost 1 a.m. So Tuesday going into Wednesday. So yes. for me, it's like not even 10 o'clock. Yeah, it's so, like I noon mean, that's there. the disconnect, I think. Um, so uh, that, I haven't really been out there good. Super busy with the tapings, though. I mean, 
we're trying to, we got started at six o'clock every night. Now we're at the Samstown Casino. And, you know, we're, we're pretty much wrapped up every night by, uh, you know, the latest nine o'clock. Um, and just chaotic days. I mean, it's just pumping out like 12 to 13 segments, a lot of pre tapes and stuff. We're filming for, uh, man, how many shows did we film? One, two, three, four, five. I think six weeks in the three days. Wow. And one of them, yeah, one of them was our uh, Thanksgiving special. What's going to, you know, obviously going to air on Thanksgiving. And I love doing the Thanksgiving special because, you know, it's a lot of recap, a lot of like pre-tapes. You know, what we usually do for the Thanksgiving Day special is uh, um, this year, and it's the second annual uh, Eli Drake Gravy Train Turkey Trot is what we call it. Um, and Eli Drake has been in the match for the past, uh, two years. And, you know, it's kind of like the old Royal rumble. Like, you know, we got the tumbler and then you pick out like, okay, Eli Drake picks and his, uh, one of his partners is whoever. And then the, uh, person on the opposite side, the same thing, tumbler and he'll, he'll pick and whoever, and they'll bring out the person and then we'll do a little like, you know, segment, like it's, it's a lot of comedy, which I love. And then. The match itself is like 25 minutes long um, with commercials. It's probably like 40 minutes or 35 minutes. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. Like we kind of throw the storylines and stuff out the window and we just have fun in the match. Like, it's not like, I don't want to ruin anything for you or for anybody, but if you get a chance to, if you're not doing anything at 10 o'clock on Thanksgiving, uh, watch pop TV because it's just it's a fun match to watch. It really is because they, they they do a lot of comedy in the match, which is really good, and they do a lot of like good wrestling as well. So it's a good mixture, and I I loved watching it. The commentary with with uh, Don Don Callis is hilarious on commentary, and it just playing to everybody's characters. It's such a good time. I never laughed so hard uh, just watching this thing in the truck. It was it was great. Have you ever been uh, stuck in the turkey outfit? No, I haven't. I, I haven't even been in the match itself to be even considered to be in the turkey outfit. And, you know, I don't want to give anything away this year of what happens. Um, but I, I remember at the last set of tapings in New York, I asked Sanjay, I said, hey, who's wearing the turkey suit uh, this year? And he goes, man, I'm not going to tell you. I want it to be a surprise for you. So Sanjay does stuff like that just to just to pop me kind of like, I don't want to tell you, I want to be a surprise. And of course, me, I'm like, well, is it uh, give me a hint? You know, like, has he ever wrestled here before? Yes. Uh, are they currently on the roster? No. Um, and then I'll start naming some names and he'll after a couple of weeks, like, I'm not telling you anything else. Uh, you just got to wait. I'm not telling you anything else. And then when I get the formats emailed to me, I'm like, oh, yes, I can't believe, uh, you know, he's going to be back and all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, it just, it gets me super excited and, um, the match itself was just great. And then that person, uh, wore the Turkey suit. I thought he did a great job wearing the Turkey suit and, uh, uh, I mean, just all fun stuff. I, I, you know, it sucks. I, I can't wait till we do our podcast weekly and then this has already aired and I could talk about it uh, openly and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it, it kind of sucks. We're doing our podcast now. Nothing that we filmed has already aired. I know it's been reported online and stuff. So, but, we'll uh, but I say, you know, you, you and I hate giving spoiler alerts. We, we just don't, uh, you know, or spoilers, I should say. There might be one, but we'll save it to the end of the podcast. So if people want to end it, 
we'll talk a little bit about that uh, thing that broke on the internet, and then you can talk a little bit about it, but we'll push it to the very end, and people can just hit stop when we give them the warning. All right, yeah, that sounds perfect. Uh, let's 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 do it that way. I, I like your setup, Dennis. Let's Perfect. let's before we get back into the Las Vegas stuff. Let's talk about this TV deal. It's been a hot topic uh, on dirt sheets and writers on the internet this week about how you know your I guess the pop TV contract is up in December, maybe December thirty first. I'm not sure. I didn't read it. I'm not even gonna lie to you. So. But it looks like the you know, impact officials are shopping. I'm doing the finger air quote thing. You can't see me, but I'm doing it uh, as everybody yeah. is doing it too. Shopping your product around. What have you heard backstage? Um, nothing much. I mean, I'm not really privy to those conversations. Like, I really, I'm not privy to the con- uh, contract conversations, money stuff, and, you know, um, Anything like that. But, um, you know, I mean, that makes sense. If you look at any uh, television, if you just look at WWE, they had, they're on USA Network and then they're going to, uh, what is it, Fox now, some Fox affiliates or whatever. Um, th- that's normal for a, a company to shop around and stuff like that. So that doesn't surprise me um, that we'd shop around to other companies and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but, you know, Pop TV has been our home for quite a while I, I i feel this is just my feeling okay dennis um so when people pick this up on their news sites and stuff like that this is just my feeling it's not like oh this is reported um i feel after december 31st uh there's still a potential that pop tv would still have us on um you know i, I don't think we'll I, I honestly strongly feel that we won't be without tv pretty much all right Do you- whether it's on pop tv or somebody else have you been pervy to any TV talks? I'm not going to ask you. No. Okay. I won't ask you anything outside of that. I just want to ask you: Do were you have you been in any of those meetings? Or the TV or, meetings? Yes. No. I mean, so if if there's going to be meetings when it comes to that kind of stuff, like just going back to when we had Scott Demore on our podcast, um, he talked about when they met with. Uh, you know, WWE and stuff like that. Um, you know, that's like a Scott Demore. Maybe I don't even know if Don does that, but like that's a Scott Demore, uh, Ed Nordholm type uh, thing that they're gonna have. Like even Sanjay won't have a hand in that. He won't be at the meetings. He'll know what's up, but he he won't be in the meetings. That's not his role. His role is head of creative and so forth. And same with Jimmy Jacobs. So that's like a Scott Demore type thing. Um, and by the so way, I wouldn't be in any of those meetings. And by the way, I, clear this up for me because. I got into a, I'd use the word tiff, by the way, uh, in, in one of the impact chat rooms that I hang out in because I, I, I like to hear what the fans say. Great Facebook page, Impact Fan Nation, I believe it was. And I went back and forth with a guy who swore up and down because the WWE is going to a terror system that you guys will give them your weekly show to air on their WWE network. Wait, so you're saying that on this website, it's been reported that... No, 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 no. It was, it's a fan uh, impact Facebook page. And he is... Okay, so this, this web... Okay. okay. So they're saying that... They believe uh, you guys will leave TV 
and either license or sell your TV, weekly TV, to WWE so they can air it on their network? Um, huh. That seems a little ridiculous, but um, nothing surprises me in wrestling, I guess I could say. Um, but uh, I don't see... Wow. I mean, it's kind of shocking. I mean, I don't, I don't think that would happen. I really don't. I don't know why. Would you be disappointed? Um, that's a good question. I know. I mean, part of me would be like, yeah, yeah. Because uh, essentially if that was the case, then that means WWE bought us out. Right. I mean, that's what it would mean. We'd be on their network and underneath them. And then their guys would come over and, uh, handle our business and run our shows. That's what it seems like because they own us. That's that's what it seems like this person would be saying. Um, I don't think they, WWE would be like, yeah, okay, you run all your own stuff, just you're going to air on our network. You know, no, anything that airs on our network, they want to hand in, I would say. Right. Um, so that would disappoint me because then, okay, all the creative and stuff like that, it's going to pretty much be just another WWE show just with the impact brand on it. Um, kind of like they did with ECW, you know, like it's, it wasn't the real ECW, like they aired it and you could tell it was the WWE version of ECW. Um, so that would disappoint me in that sense. Um, in another sense, I mean, would it like, okay, yeah, now we have like uh, a different amount of funding. We have a home, all that kind of stuff. Um, then there could be some like cross promotion. Like you could see WWE guys come up on impact TV see some dream matches and stuff. That would be the cool part that I would really enjoy to watch. Um, but I, I, I highly, highly doubt that will happen. Okay. I, I, I didn't think so. And I think I would be disappointed because it just seems like it'd be another, another thing WWE has slowly taken advantage of. So I'm, I'm glad that that hasn't happened. Uh, and speaking of ECW, did you did you talk to Tommy Dreamer yet this week? Oh yeah, I talked to him all week. Why? What's How, up? How's, how's PhoneGate going? <laughs> PhoneGate. Uh, we haven't talked about PhoneGate. Um, we've just been talking about other things and all that kind of stuff. Because uh, I'll be honest, um, I tried to get him on the podcast as a surprise to you. And, yeah, and I thought it'd be funny since if you go back and listen to a few episodes ago, uh, Tommy basically big timed you. Uh, we were at a, a merch table. I kind of called him out, which back I don't want to say backfired, but it was great because you two started kind of uh, yapping at each other. And uh, to get you back, then this has nothing to do with Tommy Dreamer uh, liking me as a person or Tommy Dreamer wanting to be my friend. Tommy Dreamer gives me his phone number, and he's like, text me anytime. Now, I'm smart enough to know Tommy Dreamer, if I walk by him again, he'll never remember me. He'll he'll be like, hey, you, come over here and buy this shirt for me. So I know that was a move directly to get back at you, P.D. Williams. Yeah, and Tommy does that. I mean, he likes to pull ribs on uh you know, the boys and all that kind of stuff. But no, I mean, it was great hanging out with Tommy at uh, this set of tapings. He had, uh, man, you know, I don't really want to talk about what he did, but. Don't talk um, about it. Yeah, you know, but I mean, we, the, the, our interactions backstage is, you know, even though I'm an agent, I ask for advice from Tommy. I'm like, hey man, I need help with this. What do you think? And Tommy's, 
great at giving advice. Like he's, he's been around for a very long time. And, uh, you know, he says, you know, this is what I would do and all this kind of stuff. And you got to remember like impact wrestling is ran differently backstage than WWE. So, you know, some of his advice, like Tommy's worked for all the companies all over the world and all that kind of stuff. So, um, it's a little bit, we just run things a little bit differently. So, um, you know, his advice that he gives me sometimes, like the majority of the time I take it or I'll put my own spin on it or whatever, but you know, he's always very helpful for me. Sometimes I'll ask him stuff and he's like, I don't know. Hmm. And I'm like, no. And I have to like, kind of like poke at him, like, you know, like poking the bear, like, no, come on, Tommy, don't, don't, you know, you're blowing me off right now. I'm like, listen, man, I need, I really need help with this. You know, what, what, what advice can you give me? You know, like, do we need to talk privately, whatever the case may be. Um, but he'll always, he'll always come back around and be like, I don't know. He'll walk away. And then maybe 20 minutes, 20 minutes later, I don't know. I don't know if he needs that time to think like, and, and digest what I just brought to him. But then he'll come back and be like, listen, man, here's the deal. And then he comes up with like some, like not crazy, but like very insightful stuff. And I'm like, wow, I didn't think of it that way. So yeah, Tommy's great like that. Did, uh, I don't have anything else on that. We'll move on. We'll move a little bit past that. Okay. Uh, I, by the way, Tommy, Tommy didn't, Tommy didn't mention your name. If that's what you were asking. No, not but, me, um, but I was just trying to get at, are he you didn't wish you a happy birthday though? Did he? Uh, I'm wishing you a happy birthday right now. Again. Oh man. Listen, I I'll be honest. It made me smile when you remembered me. Oh, of course I would, man. So of course I would. The three most important people in my life is PD Williams. Yep. Number one. Yes. My dad and my mom. Now, out of these three people, only one of you three wished me a happy birthday. So I know your mom has passed away. That's right. And I don't know much about your dad. You don't really talk about him. Thus Um, being that she couldn't text me. So I don't really blame her this year for that. Okay, and <laughs> I wish you a happy birthday. She's off the hook. Yeah. Although my dad did end up text or calling me a day later, many hours later after that. So I think that his new wife was like, uh, "Did you wish your son a happy birthday?" He's like, "Who?" Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's probably how it went. So yeah. It, it by the way, this is uh, I don't even want to get into it, but yeah, I, it made me smile when you wished me happy birthday. 41 years old, P.D. Williams. I'm not doing any more backflips. No, you need to stop all your backflips now. Um, yeah, and I don't even want to get into it. I mean, I've had instances with my dad wishing me happy birthdays. That's that's. We can almost do a whole podcast, but it wouldn't be wrestling related, about our, our, our parents wishing us a happy birthday, I would say. And speaking of birthdays, I do want to wish fan of our show. Uh, you've seen him at many signings. Uh, his name is Susan. Who Hussein Hussan. Uh he's a fan of the podcast. It is his birthday today as we're recording it. So Petey, I told him you would wish him a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Hussein. I it, think it's Hussein, not Hussan. But no. I, I think it's Hussein. So happy birthday. I don't know how old he is turning or where he's from or anything, but I hope you have a blessed birthday and I uh, wish you all the luck for uh the upcoming year. <laughs> he's from Detroit. Uh let's see here. Oh. Whoa, awesome. Uh, we have a message on Twitter. Uh, question is, do you feel like Rich Swan is the modern-day impact version of WCW's Eddie Guerrero right now? 
considering that he's a high-flying flyer, constant workhorse that usually uh, is in the kickoff of the tapings or pay-per-views, but has always given you a top three match of that night. He has an amazing talent. Yes, Rich. There's a couple people I'm very high on on that, like that X Division type. Uh, the X Division, pretty much. Uh, Rich Swan's one of them. I mean, if you ask Rich Swan to do anything, he is going to deliver. And he always does. And you always see him like in our opening matches. Usually he'll be, you know, we'll have our like cold open at the beginning and all that kind of stuff. And then our first thing you'll see is Rich Swan's music. And his entrance and him dancing around. So that's a fun way to open up our show. You'll see it a lot. Um, and he always delivers, man. Rich Swan. I mean, he'll he'll ask me, like, advice. Like, hey, what would you think of the match or whatever? I, there's really nothing I could say. I mean, his stuff is always solid. And he's just he always has great matches and stuff. And he's so um, incredibly talented and, and just athletic. Is he the modern-day Eddie Guerrero? Oh, man. I mean, that's – he's maybe not there yet. I mean, when you think Eddie Guerrero, I mean, you could throw anything at Eddie Guerrero, whether it be a match or, like, an angle or a character or anything, and he can make he, – he could turn, like, anything into gold pretty much. You know, you look at him with China with the Mamacita thing, like, they were probably expecting that to be a comedy flop, but that ended up being, like, a huge storyline that he, he made work. So with Rich Swan, I mean – yeah, he's getting there. I don't think he's at Eddie Guerrero's level yet, but athletically, man, he's definitely there, if not you know, better than Eddie. I would, um, I would say Dean Malenko. What's up? I would say he would be your Dean Malenko right now. Uh, you know, it doesn't seem like you guys are giving Rich Swan a lot of mic time, uh, although I have seen a lot of uh, pre-tapes that you know he has been yep. featured in, but I think you could have do more to either shine or help grow a personality, which kind of makes me feel like a D Malenko who minus the mic, who, you know, even he probably would tell you he wasn't the best on the mic. He's getting over. He's your workhorse. And he's always still in the show in the ring. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree with you 100% with that. And I think they're, uh, like you said, they're featuring more in like pre-tape segments and stuff, especially with him and another one that's, you know, I, I love like uh, so much as Willie Mack. I don't know if you got to see oh, a lot of yeah. Willie Mack, a lot of his stuff, Dennis, but he is like, man, he's he's gold, man. Like he's very decept deceptively athletic. Like you look at him, you're like, oh, who's this? And then he's like awesome in the ring. His facial expressions are awesome. His character, even backstage when the camera's not even on, I laugh at Willie Mack when he says certain things. Like he's he's a gold mine. I feel, in my opinion, like Willie Mack's, you know, my guy. And he has a, you know, uh, if you look up Willie Mack, he has a long history. Like he used to ride the bus to shows. I think at one point he used to be homeless, and now he's at where he's at now, working with the NWA and with Impact. And Lucha man, Willie Mack is awesome. So. Lucha Underground. Yeah, Lucha Underground. Yeah, that that too. Uh, but he's all over the place. So it's, it's you know, well, and, and it means so much to me when Willie Mack's like, hey, man, you know, I remember when I first met him at a house, house of hardcore, like, I'm one of Tommy Dreamer's house of hardcore. So he was like, hey, man, you know, I, I saw you at P, remember seeing me at PWG? Um, and I'm like, ah, I don't. And he's like, yeah, I was sitting in the, in the crowd in the back row. He, he was a fan. So he used to watch my stuff. And 
it, it means a lot to me that you know so his his caliber was is like man i'm a big fan of yours and now i'm like man willie i'm a big fan of yours you know like i just i had uh, uh lunch i guess you call it lunch with him today and i'm just like just some of his one-liners are hilarious like he just has uh money written all over him i i, I think he's he's gold and he's great in the ring outside of the ring um everything about him perfect i love myself some willie mack how different is it for you because you're i this is a small spoiler alert i don't think it's anything major but you're not on these set of tapings which means the next six to eight weeks of tv you're not going to be on it uh and that's kind of by choice you didn't think you would be available for these tapings so they didn't write anything for you uh you're now kind of more of management you're part of the office now you're producing you're right and, and look, when i tell people this when i promote on facebook or stuff like hey Petey's not just a failed wrestler jokingly by the way <laughs> but he he's a producer sits sits in the truck and helps produce segments he's a booker he helps write he's you know an agent he does all kinds of stuff backstage which really is amazing for the podcast now because you went from when we started to retired and not doing anything to doing all this stuff. So how different is it for you going into this set of tapings with a totally different role? And normally you would wrestle and do this, but now you're just doing this. Yeah, it was tough when I did both. I'll tell you because sometimes when I wrestled, I focused on my match because I didn't want it to be bad. And then, um, you know, the stuff I was agenting or producing, that would kind of lack because I would leave that as an afterthought. And now I can strictly focus on, focus on, you know, agenting the matches and stuff. And even so, like, I have a few matches in my agent or whatever, but uh, I'll, I'll assist and help out with other people just to give them ideas. And I, I don't get offended if they don't use my ideas. You know, but just, you know, when you are snowballing or not snowballing, but like just brainstorming, I should say, and just bouncing ideas off, like you might come up with something else that's even better. So I'll even talk to other talent that it's not my match at all, but, you know, knowing what's going to happen in the match, like, hey, what do you got? You know, I might have something else that I can kind of throw at you or whatever um, to see if like you like that and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I like having my hand in, in a lot of things um but it's it's super busy like i mean it's it's non-stop from you know sunrise to sunset and even past sunset like we're we're going we're filming a lot of stuff and you know once the show gets rolling and stuff and i gotta eat and i'm i might be walking and so I'm like hey hey did you see my match and i didn't even have their match or like you know uh, yeah i saw it or part of it or whatever and i give them that advice so you know it's just it's nice to see that um I'm in that role now. I remember I used to be the wrestler that would ask, you know, the other agents, Hey, did you see my match? What can I work on and stuff? So it's just, it's really surreal for me, that transition. And even when I'm putting together stuff, like when I put together my own matches, like I wouldn't really get goosebumps or anything, but now sometimes when I'm talking about these ideas and I, I know what our in-ring talent can do and how they can perform. And I'm just like visioning it in my head and I'm talking ideas with them. Like I'll get goosebumps. I'm like, man, I could, I could see this. This is going to be great. And I get excited for them. So, I mean, I love doing it, Dennis. I mean, 
the transition is not tough for me. I mean, I if I never showed up on TV again, I would be totally okay with that. I mean, my, I, I do like wrestling. I do like performing, but I also really love um, doing this other part of the job as well. It's kind of nice because when I started, I guess I'll say we, when you and I started kind of coming around again to Impact and you started you know, tiptoeing back in and seeing if this is something you want to do, the, the company was in shambles now there you know a year later it's you know one of the most the comeback of the year company let's basically call it as 2018 comes to an end you guys are starting to have merch i'll be honest with you uh, they impact had this really to me best best merch they've had was this impact vegas hoodie with the dice on it i even made you go get me one yeah, and I, I have it right here with me, and I actually wore it for a second. I apologize, Dennis, but um, I didn't really have uh, – <laughs> I, I had nowhere to put it and carry it. Like, I didn't bring my bag down uh, to the venue, and uh, I'm like, I'm just going to put it on so I don't have to carry it underneath my armpit, you know, and get it all smelly and stuff for you. So I just wore it, and then, uh, like, on maybe four different occasions, somebody said to me, like, uh, you got a couple sizes too big for you, didn't you? And I'm like, oh, this is Dennis's. And as soon as I said Dennis – People didn't say who. People said, "Oh, okay." They oh. know who you are, Dennis. They know who you are. It makes me feel. It makes me feel good. And you know, who knew that I would I would have an officially worn Petey Williams hoodie? So I'm excited about that. Yeah, you're gonna sign it and put it on eBay. I, but yeah, no, the company has really been been turning around. I mean, we're really delivering on pay per views. I feel um, it's good. I feel like we're not doing a monthly pay per view like like WWE does or like how it used to do in the past. Now we can focus on really good, like our, our main storylines, our big matches happening on our pay-per-views, which are, I think we're up to like one, two, three. Do we have four pay-per-views a year now? Mm-hmm. I think we're up to like maybe four. I know maybe we have Homecoming coming up in January. Uh, the, the Redemption one, that's usually, uh, I think like April. We got Slammiversary in the summer and then Bound for Glory. So four big pay-per-views a year. That's that's perfect. We have all the big matches on that. Is Homecoming Twitch or a pay per view? That's a pay per view. That's that's a big one. You're going to see a lot of uh, things in the upcoming weeks uh, building towards that. Our all our TV tapings uh, were filmed right up to Homecoming. So uh, this goes into the new year. I think our Homecoming pay per view is January sixth. It's in Nashville at the Asylum. The Asylum was where Impact first started in 2002. That was our our first show. At the asylum, it's actually going to be torn down, I believe, um, sometime soon, uh, post pay per view. That's good. So, say. that's, uh, yeah, that's not going to be. So, we're literally going to tear down the house, pretty much. Um, so, that won't be around anymore. So, it's good that we were able to book that venue before it got uh, torn down and, like, kind of, you know, it's our homecoming. Come home where we, we started um, in 2019. Now it'll be, what, 17 years ago? So, the company will be around coming up for 17 years. That's, that's pretty amazing. I don't know if you plan on going for that or not, but I'll tell you, I will drive down with you to be able to see that. Um, well, I think the way we're, we're filming is, well, I'm not driving. I will fly to Nashville. Um, oh, well. But, uh, yeah, sorry, Dennis. Dude, let's Anyways, drive. Uh, so, A road trip. No, Come on. I, uh, no, no, no. I've been on way too many road trips in my career. Um, but you got the January 6th, that's going to be homecoming. 
that I believe we're going to do um, January 7th, uh, also at the asylum there. Um, so only uh, pay-per-view and one set of tapings. And then I believe later on that week, I think we're maybe heading back to Mexico. I don't know if it's been announced yet or anything. Um, this just speculation, what I'm hearing. So later on that week, um, we're going to do like a couple dates in Mexico to finish up our, our TV tapings. And then um, we'll be back in Vegas um, in February. And then in March, we'll be back in uh, Windsor. And that's as far as I know right now for our TV taping schedule. All right. Well, that's, that's exciting. And we have, and we'll keep it a secret, outside the Tommy Dreamer, who we kind of have set up, but we don't really. And now we're all trying to act really cool, um, text with Tommy Dreamer. Uh, Tommy Dreamer is potentially set up to be a guest. And we got a couple surprises, PD. Oh, wait. Um, surprises, huh? Surprises. Um, so Tommy's potentially set up to be a guest. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm, so he didn't mention anything about that. I may have to call um, so you in to close the deal. Yeah. He. Oh, wow. He's kind of keeping me in the dark about this. That's interesting. That's oh. totally Tommy Dreamer, though. It's going to be like surprise, and you guys are going to call me. Oh, we're podcasting now. It's like what? What's going on? Well, Tommy. Um, Tommy and I are BFFs now. We're kindled, kindred spirits. Yeah, I, I can see that because, uh, uh, I mean, he won't even return my text but he'll return yours so i mean that that tells me something about your relationship and mine and his relationship now are the tapings over now are they done you coming home tomorrow how's what is there another yeah. night nope that's it three nights in vegas um that's about as long as anybody should stay in vegas but well, you know three nights or so um staying anything longer in vegas you're just gonna get worn out uh, not a lot of sleep just a few hours sleep each night but you know, I mean, when you're doing something exciting and fun, uh, I guess you could just live off adrenaline. So I'm probably going to just, man, tomorrow's going to be like a recovery day. Um, and yeah, tonight was our last night. We finished off the show and now we're just getting ready for the next one. And this is, I mean, we have a couple, we have the Thanksgiving show, I think, and uh, the, around the Christmas, Christmas time, we're going to have like a, a best of show, I believe. So um, you know, between now and the end of the year, we're going to have two shows that are kind of like, like recap shows minus the Thanksgiving one where we actually have a match on that show, but, uh, storylines won't be involved, but those are the two shows that, uh, are kind of like recaps. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of good stuff coming up. So in Las Vegas, there are a million things to do. PD Williams do have, do the boys go out together now? Or have you noticed that, uh, you know, a couple people go out together, but everybody kind of goes to their room. What is, what's the afterlife like in a taping in Vegas? Because I've been to Windsor with not a lot of things to do. Um, Toronto had some things to do. And, you know, some of the boys, uh, no names mentioned, will, you know, have a in the tapings party. What was the, the vibe and the afterlife like in Las Vegas? Yeah, I think guys uh, went out and stuff like that. You know, after a lot of the tapings here, we went and worked on the next day's show, like just tightening up some things, going through the, you know, run sheet and everything like that, what we're going to film, things we have to still get filmed, all that kind of stuff. And you got to remember, Dennis, it's really tough that, you know, when we film things out of order and multiple things, it's it's kind of hard to keep track of the storyline. Um, but, yeah, I know guys will go because they talk about it backstage um, you know, I, I'll just usually hang out at the casino here because our 
the venue is at the casino. Our rooms are at the same casino. Um, but, you know, I'll, I'll take some time just to decompress after the show's done. I'll, I might grab a drink and then just play, like, you know, some slots or, or poker. I, I know me and uh, Johnny Impact uh, two nights ago, um, I was mentioning that I, w- I wanted to gamble a little bit. I saw him at the bar afterwards. Um, and he said, I asked him what his game was. And he said, it's blackjack. I said, oh, man, all right. I, I mean, I don't really play blackjack. I like more roulette or whatever, but I know how to play. So we went over there and uh, we played some blackjack for a while. Man, let me tell you, he was up and he left early. And I was like, oh, and I lost all my money. So, uh, uh, but it was good, you know, shooting the breeze with him and his wife. Um, and yeah, I, so, yeah, to answer your question, we'll go out, we'll have some fun, we'll decompress and stuff. And then nothing too crazy. And then we'll get ready for the next night. Um, I know a lot of people are catching red eyes home tonight and stuff because of the time change and everything. So, um, yeah, we'll either stick around, go somewhere else, wherever the case may be, decompress, um, kind of celebrate the good, you know, day that we just had at the taping. What were the crowds like? Uh, they were good. Sunday was uh, probably our biggest crowd, and I'm, I'm assuming that's because it's a weekend. So people, you know, kids don't have to wake up for school the next day or whatever the case may be. Uh, I would say it was a good crowd Sunday. Tuesday, um, a little bit lighter crowd, but I think uh, today – was a little bit lighter, but I, I want to say it was like the most rowdiest crowd, like the most hopping crowd. I don't know if they were just more into it. I know I, I recognize some of the fans that were there for all three days, um, but maybe we had more. Like what was what was weird was on the Monday we didn't really have any in ring segments. You know how you go in the ring and you have your long promos and stuff to set up angles. We didn't have any on two on. Uh, Monday it was uh, mostly wrestling, but it seemed like Sunday and Tuesday were our rowdiest crowds. Um, I might be looking into this too deeply, but uh, we did the the least amount of segments. I think we had one or two segments less than the Sunday and Monday on Tuesday, um, so we got over here like maybe a half hour earlier than usual. Uh, but the crowds are good; they were into it. Um, we had some surprises, uh, which I believe they enjoyed. And uh, we had some good wrestling, which, you know, obviously they're here. The fans are here to watch wrestling, so I know they enjoyed the wrestling. Did they stick around? Because, you know, like, I, like I, you know, we would go to different tapings, and there would be people in the back and, you know, asking for your autograph. And I remember the one nice guy that goes, who, who are you? I'm like, I'm PD's podcast partner. He's like, oh, will you move so I can ask PD for his autograph? I'm like, <laughs> thanks, Jack Leg. But you're you're in a casino. These guys are out gambling and drinking. Are the fans inside the casino, or are they going home? How's that work? I, I don't know. I remember seeing one fan, and I don't know his name because I remember seeing him like on I can't remember if it was Sunday or Monday. I'd see him at like like really late at night, like well after the tapings. Like I'd be going to go get something to eat or something. He's like, Yeah, Petey. He's like, Man. I don't, I don't go to bed. I don't go to get any sleep during these tapings. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you are crazy. Like he's just hanging out at the casino. And I'm like, but I mean, that's our fans. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're right there at the door and they'll hang out at the casino and I'll be doing something. And I don't even know if the person's a fan. And they're like, Hey, you know, can I get your autograph? And sure. So I, yeah, they're all over the place. I don't know if they're staying at the same casino or if they're just hanging out. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, that's the mentality of the fans. I mean, they're, they're pretty hardcore and, um, 
they just, you know, want to meet and interact with the wrestlers, which, you know, I love that. I'll sit down and talk to you, whatever, man. Um, but I mean, that's, that's where we're at with that. All right. And before we wrap this up and then kind of give our spoiler cutoff, is there anything we didn't talk about that you feel like should be brought up maybe during the tapings? Is something cool? Uh, anything? Uh, nothing really cool. I know KM, uh, who's, uh, Kevin Matthews, who's, uh, Tag Team Pirates to follow up. I believe he broke his nose on was it yesterday or the first night. Uh, he was wrestling LAX. And the last move of the match, I think Santana did like a, a moonsault off the second rope. And his like knee and shin just caught him right in the nose. And he came to the back and he was just, I mean, he was leaking. And, uh, but I mean, you know, he, he fought through it and he was good to go. And uh, um, I think it looked, made him look better looking with a broken nose that's just me being biased um so i mean you know we had some we had some injuries and stuff i know uh, i was just talking to brian cage later on or earlier tonight and we were talking about his match from uh yesterday i didn't see his match tonight and at one point um he did like this discus clothesline or something and then afterwards he he dropped to the mat and his cell on that was like I was in the truck and I, I was like, is he really hurt? I've never seen him sell like this before, but it was great. It was a great sell. I'm like, I think he should sell like this all the time. And I asked him and he actually did say like, yeah, I kind of messed up like, you know, my shoulder on that. Um, and I said, dude, you have to like sell like that all the time. Cause it looked, it actually looked great, but it was an, an actual pain and it was, it was phenomenal. So, you know, I mean, there were some minor injuries and stuff. Um, really good matches. I mean, nothing, I don't know if there was anything super noteworthy where I was like, like, oh man, I can't believe that happened. Um, but like the Thanksgiving, I don't want to give it anything about the Thanksgiving. I don't know why I keep doing on that just because it was so different and there was comedy and stuff, but even the ref got involved and everything and man, it was so great. Um, you have to tune in on Thanksgiving, Dennis. You really have to. I, I will. Maybe, maybe I uh, maybe I was there. How about that? Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, you know, we should, we, we definitely got to do, I can, and I can't wait to talk about all this stuff when after it airs and then we can talk about it on the podcast and everything. Um, but, and it's, it's tough too, because I, I'll stay spoiler alert right now. Okay. Wait, wait, uh, so wait, one more thing, one more thing. Okay. Before right. we go into the, well, I want to say, I want to say something else about something. So you know, we're gonna have a a group debuting. They're kind of indie darlings, the Rascals. Um, so it, I'm really excited about their group and their character and stuff. They're really phenomenal wrestlers, and their pre tapes are gonna be hilarious. And uh, that's all I'll say about that. But I'm I'm super excited about them and. I, I say they have a, a big future um, in impact. Now, one more thing before we move on to the one last spoiler alert. Uh, I know that you're not a super duper cartoon character guy, right? You're you're not a Marvel comic book guy. Okay. Uh, Stan Lee passed away, who the creator of the Marvel Universe, uh, as you know. Really? Yeah, it just you're in Vegas, so you miss a lot of things. It happened just yesterday on my birthday. 
Um, oh. Yeah. Well, people are trying to take away from my day, I guess. He's 95. Lived a good life. Anyways, I did this earlier because I had this saved up, and uh, Ellsworth thought it was great, and he wanted to play this game. And I don't know how well it's going to work with you. This is one of those instances where I wish Brian Cage was with us because he's a you know comic book nerd like me. I wanted to take a some a couple guys from Impact and kind of equate them to what superhero would they be? Oh man, what in, superhero would they be? In honor of Stanley. Uh, let's take, let's start with like Brian Cage. I think the easiest would be Incredible Hulk, but I would say Thanos. I would say Thanos, Incredible Hulk, maybe like a Bane. Um, he'd make a good Bane. He'd put the, the mask on him and stuff. Well, he did a uh, cosplay be... thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Incredible Hulk would be a good one. Him painted green, definitely. Um, and then Thanos, uh, Sure. I mean, he's more of the villain of the superhero, but, you know, if I'm looking at good guy superhero, um, you know, definitely Hulk or uh, Bane was a villain too, but um, yeah, I, I would definitely say those. I can't think of anything else except for those maybe three characters. Johnny Impact. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. I would call Johnny Impact your Captain America. Oh, you know what? That's a good one. I didn't even think of that. Um that's, man, that's perfect. Uh, what else could he be besides Captain America? Uh, maybe um, I, w- I wouldn't call him Wolverine. Maybe Iron Man? Uh, I want to say, man, who would be our Iron Man? Man, Captain America is a really good one. I don't even know if anything could... could I, I can't see him anything other than Captain America. But uh, Iron Man, possibly... Uh, let's see. Desmond wow. Desmond Xavier would be Spider Man. Yeah, I was thinking. I was. <laughs> that's actually what I was gonna say. Um, Spider Man, maybe. Uh, maybe like even with his new character, I would even say like Ant Man or something like that. Ooh, not a um, bad one. What's that? I said that. Was, not, oh. Yeah, that was a good one. I, you know. Yeah. I, I Eddie Edwards was was a difficult one because at first I want to say maybe like a Wolverine, but I don't think he's gritty enough. So I would maybe say for a Eddie Edwards, that's tough. Um, (laughs) Who would he be? And this is is just Marvel, right? We're not going in the DC. We're not going in the DC. Um, Maybe Gambit. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Gambit. Oh. Yeah, I'm familiar with Gambit. Um, hey, you know what? No, Eddie Edwards would be Deadpool. Ooh, okay. I think that I think that's the closest one with his, his character and stuff. Him being like just over the top, um, crazy and stuff, because that's how you know kind of Deadpool is. But he's funny as well. Um, I would say he's the closest to maybe Deadpool. All right. Uh... Eli Drake. Now this is I went back and forth when I when I started playing this game in my head because you know I I really think that Eli Drake would be like the perfect Star Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh uh yes. 
because he's smart I, I mouth. See that he's he's got the attitude. Uh, I I think I think right there would be perfect for me for him. Um, and I'm trying to think if there was anybody else that that I really thought would be. I think I think a Wolverine would be somebody like a Killer Cross. Oh my gosh! I, think, I can't I think, believe I didn't see I that. Think that'd that's, be a good. That's perfect. Oh I think my. that'd be a good Wolverine. Oh, how how could I have been such an idiot to the to pass that up? You know, Doctor Strange, Matt Seidel. Oh, I was gonna say that too. I could see that. I mean, it's coming different characters, but they're very like uh, you know insightful and very. Uh, you know, cerebral, I guess you could say, but yeah, definitely that. I'm trying to think of a character for, uh, um, what was it? Again? So we got Matt for Dr. Strange. Mm-hmm. We got Wolverine for Killer Cross. Uh, and what are some other superhero for the Marvel? Uh, uh, like, like what about, uh, what was, uh, uh, Drax the Destroyer? Who would be our, like Drax the Destroyer? Mm. The Batista's character. You know what? I I might have to go Sammy Callahan. Ah, uh, maybe. Is there any? Uh, Sammy would be, be a good Wolverine too. I would say like Moose is like our Drax the Destroyer. I don't know. I think Bullseye would be uh, Rich Swan. Bullseye. Oh, that was Will Smith's character, right? No, 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 no. no. That was that. No, Hawkeye. I mean, Hawkeye would be Rich Swan. Okay, yeah, I could see that. Iron Man would be. You know what? No, no. I don't know if we how, have it. How about this? How about uh, Callahan would be Ultron? Yeah, I could see that a little bit better. I'm trying to think of somebody a little bit more gritty, like somebody. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That's tough. All right, we're getting away from the main characters right now. So, yeah, we're we're going. Um, but but that's that, and we would love, by the way, your ideas. If we've missed something or you think would be perfect, feel free to tweet PD and myself at uh, IPD Williams at Dennis Seven Seven Farrell, or email us your ideas, or even call the hotline. We gave the number out, or even if we didn't, it's it's around. You'll find it. Let's wrap this up, PD, with uh, our spoiler alert. So if you do not want any. Any spoilers, cut off now. Stop it. There Beyond this spoiler, there's not going to be any more podcasts that you're going to miss. We are going to we are gonna spoil and then wrap up. So you're not missing right. anything, right, Petey? From this point on, when you say go, they're not going to miss anything if they did not want to hear what this spoiler is. Correct. Go. All right, Petey, I saw on the news, Conan tweeted it out. I have to ask you, one of my all-time favorite wrestlers from – I was not an ECW guy. Growing up in my area, If we did not have whatever channel ECW was on, and I was not a tape trader. But when this guy got into WCW – it changed my wrestling world, and I'm talking about Raven. He was backstage. Mm-hmm. T- talk to me about that. Yeah, Raven. I mean, he former uh, Impact wrestler. Um, we did bring him in for uh, you know the segment. As, as if you know from when you're reading the spoiler alerts, uh, you know it looks like you know 
Eli Drake is trying to kill uh, hardcore wrestling, right? So who, who do you think of when you think of hardcore wrestling? You think of like guys on a roster like um, Abyss and Tommy Dreamer and, you know, now Raven. So, you know, yeah, Raven came in, um, kind of made himself known. We have some backstage pre-state, pre-tape stuff that we filmed that I don't want to give away because the fans uh, don't know about it yet. Right. I don't want to spoil that. Don't. But yeah, no, Raven, Raven did come back, um, you know, as part of this angle. Uh, and it was, it was really good seeing Raven again. And I think, uh, um, I didn't get to see the segment. I was busy doing other stuff. I really wanted to see it, how the fans reacted and stuff. I know they acted well, they could hear them react, but I actually wanted to see it. Um, but yeah, he came back during the whole Eli Drake, Tommy Dreamer thing. Um, and what they're trying to do with all that hardcore stuff. And it's, 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 it's going to be great. I, I love it. It's going to be great. Now, is this a one-off is, is, you know, after this set of tapings, which is six weeks, a lot of TV, by the way, do is, is, is he gone? Do we not see him again? Or is there future plans for him? You know, I, I'm not sure because you know what they say, like, Sometimes we we book people for like a one off, but we're like, man, that went so well, and then they you you creative juices start flowing, and then you're like, oh, we can do this and this, you know, with him and all this kind of stuff. So you you never know. I don't want to say yeah, one off, and then he comes back uh, after that. Um, so you, you just don't know. So now the door is open, so we know Raven could potentially get involved again. Um, so. You know, right now it is what it is. It was to build the storyline of what we're trying to build with Eli, um, and but there's always potential for him to come back. Uh, I mean, I mean, you can't say it's a one-off. I mean, I think it was initially, uh, you know, booked and scheduled to be a one-off, but then you just never know what's going to happen afterwards. I'm a big fan of his podcast. Does he know you have a podcast? We, I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Talk, I didn't even know Raven had a podcast. He does. Um, did not know. Uh, and so we didn't talk podcast or anything like that. I mean, I was. I was pretty busy today. He was just here for today. Okay. Um, to film the things that he had to film, so he wasn't here all week. And uh, you know, I mean, I I, I talked to him in passing. That was about it. What What you guys? And what would What would a PD Williams? Not, not, nothing. <laughs> We're trying to think of what we talked about. We said hi, bye. Obviously, there. I think there was one interaction of something. Um, I think with his run-in or whatever. No, no, we don't and want any that, of that. That was it. I'm just talking about you. I mean, you see him, you go Raven, or do do you? Let's start with this. What do you call wrestlers when you see a wrestler, whether it's out in public or at an arena? Do you call them by their wrestling name or do you call them by their real name it depends like when today when i talked to them like hey raven what's up i mean i could have said hey scotty what's up like uh, uh i just said raven when i talked to him and now i uh, it, it doesn't matter i guess it really doesn't matter um it, it depends like <clears throat> it depends on which people you're talking to i guess you could say what would you call um, what what do you call johnny impact john or johnny like you know because that's his name uh you know i'm trying to think of who i don't call their actual wrestling name 
um, Eli. I never call him like Sean or anything like that. It's just Eli. Mm-hmm. Moose. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce Moose's name, so I always call him Moose. Um, Sanjay. There's a. There's a. You know, I might call Sanjay's real name or Sanjay. Um, Jimmy. You know, I'll call Jimmy Jimmy or his real name. It, it depends. It, it just. It really depends on the situation or whatever. Um. Sometimes you're like, Hey, Sanjay. Sanjay, you're trying to get his attention, and he doesn't answer. Then he uses his real name, and then he turns around. Who used my real name? I'm like, it was me. Hey, now that I have your attention, uh, I have to say something to you. Um, so yeah, it, it just it depends. Um, there's no like, for me, set rule in my head. Um, I know that like Alex Shelley, I never call him Alex. Like that, like, I don't even think ever in my life I called him Alex Shelley. Um, and he never, he doesn't actually call me um, Petey. He actually calls me. PJ, that was my name growing up um, with my, just my family. And I told him that, and I guess that stuck with him. So he always calls me uh, PJ, even when he texts me, hey, PJ, what's up? Like nobody calls me that except for my family, like when I was a kid. Um, so it all depends. It all depends on your relationship with somebody or what you feel comfortable with or how you know them. Or um, it's that's all it depends on. There's no set rule, I don't think, in my mind. Should should fans always call a wrestler by his wrestling name? Oh yeah, definitely. Like I remember one time, um, uh, not related to that what you just said, but yeah, it's always called by the wrestling name. Um, especially like you know if you're asking for their autograph or the picture, like are you taking a picture with, you know, the the wrestler or their or or the, or the real person? No, you're taking a picture with a wrestler because you want a picture with a wrestler. Um, I remember one time Chris Saban, he introduced himself by his real name and you know, it, it, he wasn't like a big star yet. He was just starting off. And then the person that first met him, he's like, Hey, you know, I'm Josh. He's like, hi, Josh, I'm so-and-so. And then he makes his round. And then he was thinking like, Hey man, who's this Chris Saban guy I hear all about. And then he was like, Oh, that's me. He's like, well, why'd you, you said your name was Josh. He's like, well, that's my real name. It's Chris Saban. He's like, I don't want to know a Josh. I want to know. A Chris or a Chris Saban. Oh. And I think since then, you know, Chris Saban has always introduced himself. Like, I, like I'll be like, my name's Peter Williams. So I'm Petey. Like, that's my real name. So when we're, you know, people are uh, in the locker room, like guys coming in, like, hey, you know, nice to meet you. I'm so-and-so. I'll say, hey, I'm Petey. And then Josh will be like, my name's Chris. Hi, Chris. Nice to meet you. So he actually introduced himself as, as Chris now. So I think that really resonated with him. And he's he's using that now. Like, hey. I'm just going to use my, my wrestling name when I'm at work doing business, being a wrestler. Okay. I, I was, I was curious about that. So let's wrap this up. Send everybody home. Uh, I guess you don't have anything to promote, do you? Uh, no, not except for the, uh, you know, TV, TV tapings we just did. Uh, you can watch them all in the upcoming next like six weeks on uh, Thursday nights at 10 o'clock on pop TV. Are you going to be at the BCW show, the holiday show coming up? Oh, is that January 19th or I, when is that? I believe so. I, I saw it come through my my uh, social media, but I didn't pay attention to the date. You know, I think S- Scott and I briefly talked about that. Uh, I am not sure. I said I would have to look at my schedule. Um, so I, right now as it stands, I am not sure. Okay. And you're not going to be at the, 
but at least for now, the Rhino benefit, I think that's coming up in a few weeks. No, I will not be at the Rhino benefit. Uh, what's the main event there? Shane Douglas and Joey Legend? Sure. Sounds good to me. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sounds great. Um, yeah, so I mean, that that probably won't be me either. All right. Well, there you go. You won't be seeing PD in a town near you. Uh, you will not. You know, I'm all backstage now, man. It's all going to be voice and not seeing my face anymore. You know, I'm probably going to come back. I'll, I'll show up on TV and be like, man, when did Petey get so much gray hair or whatever? Like, we haven't seen him forever. And no, it's uh, just kidding. Wow. But uh, Killer yeah, Cross you beat be you off. Killer Cross beat you so bad, you're just off TV. Hey, you know, oh, I came back well after that. I mean, he beat me bad in June, and then I was at Slam Anniversary. And I think the last time I showed up on air on television uh was in september in mexico uh who beat me, you Puma king jack evans and trevor lee i think that was the last time no and then i had a, like a little pre-tape with scarlet or whatever but that was the last time i wrestled on tv so back in september so um it'll, it'll be it's okay because then when i do come back it'll it'll mean more <sighs> trevor got the final laugh on you no oh yeah no, i don't think you so. th- you threatened to take trevor to wrestler's court and Trevor's like, you know what? I'm just going to get you taken off TV. Yeah, that's what he did, right? That's what he yeah, did. I guess the, the last laugh is on me, right? All right, guys. So if you enjoyed this, make sure you check out uh, WrestlingPerspectivePodcast.com. You can get this and the Dugcast with James Ellsworth. Two great shows on one feed. So you don't Ooh. just... Yeah, I know, right? Unless you just yeah. stubbed your toe. No, I, I'm, I'm saying that's 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 yeah. a it's a hell of a bargain. Thanks, yeah, and it's free. So if you go to wrestlingperspectivepodcast.com, you can click the link to whatever podcast uh, place you listen to, and subscribe. And then when you wake up, whenever we put out a new show, which you know two shows a week now, it, that's that's great value for free. All we ask is you subscribe, uh, be part of the show. You can tweet us, you know, at wp underscore pod. IPD Williams, Dennis 77 Farrell. You can email us at wrestlingperspective at gmail.com or go to wrestlingperspectivepodcast.com and just send an email from the website. We have a hotline you can call. Uh, I think it's, uh, boy, I I don't even remember at this point. 231 930. What? <laughs> you're, just, you're just giving random numbers right now. Yeah, but you can find uh, it. It's. And listen, I'll, I'll, I'll 231 930 2053. See, okay? I wasn't. That, that's, I was, that's the podcast. Yeah. I was, that's the hotline number. The, see, I wasn't just doing random numbers. I was actually going to do it right. You ever see those people? It's like, yeah, 231 So, yes, you can call that number, leave a voicemail. Uh, it sounds like you might have called the wrong number, but it's not. It's a robotic lady. Uh, it is a voicemail. Leave a voicemail, your name, where you're calling from. You know, be part of the show. That's all we ask. And you know, here we go. We've got some exciting things coming down, some secret guests coming up. Uh, Petey, uh, listen, it's like 2 a.m. here in Detroit. It's like noon in Las Vegas. You can go sit out by the yep. sun right now. Yeah. So... Uh, enjoy, get some sleep, uh, get home safe because I really want that hoodie. 
Yeah, no, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna make sure I check it. No, I'm not gonna check it. I'm gonna carry it. You're on. gonna carry it. Make sure that it doesn't get yeah yeah it, it doesn't get lost in the luggage or anything like that. Um, yeah, and it'll be there for you, uh, pressed, dry cleaned, all the above, and uh, it'll be delivered to you. Are you gonna deliver it? Because you do owe me a trip uh, out to my house now. You've been, when, when you come to my door, I will deliver it to you at my door. Oh, that's painful. I get what you're <laughs> saying, by the way. All right, guys, that's this week's Wrestling Perspective. Enjoy. We'll see you next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.